Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Ahoy there, watchers and listeners. I'm back. I'm fresh from Scotland. It's really good to be back. It was a little break and a, a little retreat. And I feel fresh and I feel ready to go. And we're hitting the ground running with a cracking episode today, which is five health home truths. So I've just picked a couple of things that I've been thinking about recently and compiled them. And we have a really nice chat. It's a really enjoyable episode to record. Please, if you haven't already, go over to Apple Podcasts and give us a rating. It really helps us out. Of course, go over to our uh, Just Giving page for Trek 26 and donate if you can. We've got a couple months left and we're really we're really shooting for it. It's gonna be good. Obviously we're sponsored by Viva Life, so follow the affiliate link and get yourself something nice. Maybe get it for someone else. <laughs> I think that's just about it. So please enjoy this episode, share it, share it around, like it, and enjoy. Welcome back to Health Home Truths. Welcome back, Meg. Welcome back, Rory. <laughs> Here I am, back from a little trip from the Highlands. I'm fresh from the mountain air, the mountain water. You drank from a lot of streams, I hear. Drank in streams, bathed in streams. Yeah, completely at one in the forest. <laughs> <laughs> you had a mud bath? Oh, yeah, that, we did get in one lock that was... So much mud. <laughs> was it fifty percent? Charlie right? was very calm and zen and kneeled down in it, but <laughs> I was stomping around. Like, what is this? I was like, I can't, I can't work in a lock like this. I need a big, sexy, rocky one. Yeah. So I can get deep in there. This episode is brought to you by Viva Life. Now I bring this up. I've actually just started taking creatine again. It's been a while. I had a bit of a funny time where. There was no point starting it again. Mm-hmm. So I was going away and this and that, but got back on it now. It's a great performance enhancer for anyone who likes to train. What does creatine do? Creatine. <laughs> Why can't I talk? So we have different energy systems that the body utilises, and one of them is the phosphocreatine system, which is utilised for short-duration gross muscular movements up to like 10 seconds of exertion and creatine just supplies more of that fuel for the phosphocreatine system you take it every day three to five grams and it just saturates sat- <laughs> saturates the muscle so yeah it will help you push a little bit further and those those reps at the end okay cool so yeah use the code hhc10 go grab yourself stum stum <laughs> 
Oh, you can tell I've been off a little bit. At a break, at a holiday, can't talk anymore. He's forgotten how to do words. How to do a word now. And obviously, the perform like an animal campaign is, I think it's still going on. And you can grab the perform range, which we've been using the Madagascan vanilla. Oh, the smell of that stuff. And also the taste, but the smell. <laughs> the smell? Oh, it's <laughs> enough for me. Bite for the smell, you heard it from Meg. Yeah. That's enough of that. The title of this episode is Five Health Home Truths, which is the title of the show, so... Oh! Trying to clap. I've been pinned down by Pippin. I'll put, I'll put applause in for us. Oh, yeah, I've been pinned down by Pippin, and if you re- reference a previous episode, you know he's winning this round. <laughs> <laughs> Will you fall asleep? Who knows? Oh, Keep I've watching, guys. Much, I've Keep had listening. too much coffee for that. <laughs> Way too much coffee to fall asleep. You could do coffee status. What, like the bar? In cups. One, two, three, four, ha- five. Have you had five cups today? I think so. Lucky, I've only had two. <laughs> that is the big one. Mm. So, I'll outline the benefits of this trip I took. And I'll reference also the podcast that we listened to on the way there. And it talked about, it was Jay Shetty, and he talked about taking time out of your month just out of your life to fully relax when you drop your work you completely let go he says two days out of a month but obviously you can apply this to anything but just completely disconnecting not putting pressure on yourself or thinking you should be doing work or just just purely relaxing and that's what this trip this trip did that a lot for me and I was allowed to let go of a lot and it was a digital, you know, uh, detox at the same time where we're out in the wild. I didn't even have signal, but phones weren't used. It was just completely off the grid. disconnecting to reconnect. And it was brilliant. And, yeah, so I, I advocate for that as well. You know, not I do this a lot where I put a lot of pressure on myself to always thinking you can do, I should be doing more, should be doing more, mm-hmm. could be doing better. Whereas you've got to be kind to yourself and just, take some days, block them out where you don't do anything at all and you just, there's no pressure. You can do whatever you feel like, wherever the wind takes you. So that that really hit me well. Well, hit me well. I think he's a great podcast. It's so concise. And yeah, he he speaks a lot of truth. I need a concise podcast because I... I think uh, you'd really like it. With my brain, how it goes, you know this, I get distracted too easily. If there's any other topic, I'll I'll automatically latch onto the one that's not meant to be the one. Does that make sense? Yeah. I think it'd be good for you because it's just short, concise, and like information for me. You're like, whoa. Yeah. I'll I'll listen to it. I'll go for a walk. I had a thought one time, you know. Did it hurt? (laughs) Zing, they got me 1 0. Put it there, 1 0. I had a thought about the way I described myself, my podcast, just being a bit cheeky and being the pirate of the health industry, like uh, Jay Shetty's uh, evil cousin, <laughs> the pirate, <laughs> the pirate of health. Pirate, this is a weird thought about. I had a long time ago. <laughs> the health pirate, Jay Shetty's evil cousin. <laughs> you should get an eye patch. I do actually have an eye patch. Do Did you? Did bin it off? Do I still have it? Oh, because of the because eye. Because of my eye. Reference the last episode. Oh, cool back. 
But yes, so I'd recommend checking out Jay Shetty's pod. He I'll put a link. the most I'll popular put, health podcast in the world. I'll put a but, link in the bio. And also, something you wouldn't listen to <laughs> is Ram Das, who, who passed a while back, but he's an intellectual. He went, he taught at Harvard, I believe. He was involved in the LSD trials with Timothy Leary. Oh, very cool. I've got. And then he that went book. to live in an ashram. You've got a book on that? Mm hmm. Oh, by all means, give it my way. <laughs> <laughs> give, give, it, give it me now. <laughs> give it me now. You know, I love words. Stop on the paper. podcast. Go get it. <laughs> Go on. No. And that is taking from talks he's had in the past because he went and worked, lived on an ashram. Very cool. Yeah, and it's and he's like New York and like very dry, really good storyteller, very funny. But those pods are a bit longer. And it's taken from talks he did. He is so funny, so profound. The lessons he's learned, so honest with his all all his experience, and it's so funny. Charlie showed him to me. Um, but they're a bit longer now, so I'd also recommend checking him out. Oh. Two homeworks already. What's the name? Ram Das. Ram Das. Here and now. So yeah, as I said, I spent time letting go of a lot of stuff in my meditations. Primarily letting go of just those inclinations to do or to think or to be moving in a certain way. Let go of tension. And it was brilliant. So I was still using the Siva, Siva, Siva meditation technique mm -hmm. from stress less, accomplish more. And I would use the mindful breathing as the first M of mindfulness. I loved it against the tree. Yeah. You really connect with the Ground, tree, you recharge. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. And then I go into this meditation or, or, or with a mantra that I internally repeat and I was doing a lot, I was inhaling with let and then exhaling with go and I would use other mantras as well and then right after that in that, that state after your meditation, choose one thing that you're grateful for and really experience it fully and think about it fully and then take one of your goals and picture yourself in that reality now. For me it was getting my um my body and my my spine and my mechanics all back in order that's all my manifestations at the minute mm. <laughs> your body has taken beatings in your life <laughs> so that that's what i'm picturing so yeah i know i talked about it last week but really would recommend that highly and yeah we we me and charlie were just trekking a lot we went up a mountain we went we we trekked we walked we run in terrible footwear, mine, <laughs> but it's all part of the challenge. Didn't you lose a pair of yeah, shoes? Yeah, so when I packed my bag, I was a bit frat. I, I, fa I packed the night before, the day before, and in the morning I still managed to faff around loads and like, <laughs> uh, you saw me. I did. <laughs> I, was I was like trying to put my yoga mat in and I was like, this is not working. I was being such a grumpy little. I tried as well. Just not mindful at all. I don't and know I, if you could have ever gotten that yoga mat attached. Yeah, I, but you, I did. You did? No, you just put it on top of the bag and then clip it in that way. It was oh. easily done. But I was just not being very mindful at the time and I just clipped the laces for a D-clip, for a carabiner. And then I ended up running for the train, got on the train, got to Reading after an hour, went to change to get my train to uh, somewhere else, <laughs> Guildford, <laughs> I think. And then I only had one trainer. I was like, oh, obviously it wasn't meant to be. <laughs> oh, dear. So, yeah. We did a lot of walking, a lot of fasting, a lot of meditation, mindfulness, a lot of bathing in streams. 
Sounds lovely. It was. Yeah, it was. It was nice, and it was nice to eat simple food, simple seasoning, cooking over a fire. Yeah, it was blessed. Eating healthy and yeah, doing bush poos, <laughs> which was so. Fu- I mean, it just comes out naturally and nicer that way. Apparently, you said you kept looking back. You and looked you back. Were like, marvel Jesus size. Christ. Because I, s- I, I, I bet I, it's probably because you don't get to see the full extent of the size no, of yeah, the toilet. That is part of it, but also it all comes out because you're not pinching any intestines or your colon. Your... Yeah. Is that homework to everyone to do it? No. <laughs> yeah, get out in your garden. <laughs> so to reiterate, it was it was just brilliant. Just picture me and Charlie. I'll put some, we'll put some pictures up, but just hobbiting around, mm. mucking around, and uh, yeah, we had a lovely time. It was Charlie's first time in the Highlands. My not my first rodeo, his first rodeo, not my first rodeo. <laughs> and it was really lovely, bleh, lovely to reconnect with family up in the Highlands. It was all love. It was really good to get back shout, up there. Shout out Creative Art Shop for all of your art needs. I think you can order online from them. Oh, brilliant. So if yeah, you shout want, out to the Turnbulls. If you're in the UK, you want some nice pens, uh, paints, equipment for mm. your art needs, look Put them it up. In, we'll, link link, we'll, we'll link. I think that's, yeah, it was, it was a lovely trip. Without further ado, we'll get into today's topic. I wanted to do an episode like this for a while. One of them I had in my head just to like use the name of the show and just put lay down some stuff. I'll do more of these, but this is number one. So, Health Home Truths, Five Health Home Truths, number one. <laughs> I'm really <laughs> five stumbling. Five Health Home Truths, number one. <laughs> <laughs> so, this might seem obvious. Actually, I don't think it is obvious. Flip, Uno reverse card. I heard this in How to Do the Work, and it's just something that goes around my head a lot, but no one can do the work for you. That's number one. Elaborate. Well, I'm planning to. I'm not just going to go through them like that. Imagine. (laughs) Eat more broccoli. That's number two. Is it? No. Okay. So the self-examination personal development can only be done by yourself. Obviously, you can seek professional help with a therapist or psychoanalyst or, you know, outsource your motivation to a personal trainer and a trainer and a coach. But fundamentally, it has to begin with you and it ends with you. You're the only person that can take the advice and apply it. And uh, the sooner you realise that, the sooner you're on your journey... And the sooner you can start putting in the hours, putting in the effort, streamlining everything, figuring out your 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 direction and what changes you need to make or and what what's going well as well and to reassess. And it goes back to that quote that unexamined life isn't worth living. <laughs> I think that's Seneca. Ding, there it is. <laughs> I've given you a lot of work to do already, Meg, haven't I? Yeah. That's okay. Um, but yeah, there, there's no shortcut for the hours and the effort that has to go into it. But the sooner you start, the sooner you realise that 
You've cut out some work for yourself. Not holding up resistance, isn't it? Because I have a lot of resistance about self-help and betterment because it's the first step's always the hardest one, which is actually starting. Mm. Once you get into a routine, it's a much easier thing to do, but you have to start. Yeah, once you're in that routine, you make changes, you add stuff in, Mm -hmm. the ball is rolling, the snowball's rolling down the hill. And just earlier today, I'm keep berating you to listen to books. I'm like, Meg, just listen to them. Just start listening to them. I will start listening to them. Everyone, comment below. Meg, start listening to them. <laughs> <laughs> we'll start with just one. Let's yeah, I'll start with do. one. I will do. I will. I will. I will. So that's point number one. Number two, if you can't meditate, you need it more than anyone. And this goes back to a quote from... I think Jay Shetty mentioned this one as well, but it's from a monk or a teacher who said, if you can't meditate for 20 minutes, meditate for an hour, which is quite profound. Ooh. Not that that's what I'm recommending, because as I've explained, I've streamlined mine to two 15-minute sessions a day, mm-hmm. 15 to 20-minute sessions a day, one in the morning, one in the afternoon. But yeah, it's you just got to find what works for you. It's not always about meditating like a monk for two hours a day because that's not how I'm ever going to do it. Well, Maybe fine. I'll go I'll go into deep meditative states, but for now, for me, it is about finding the right routine that works for me and I feel like I've found that and I'm developing it myself and taking bits that I've learned and bits and bobs. and Yeah, it's just something for everyone, really. Mm. If, you, if, if you want me to list out the benefits, like, it's um, important to de-excite your nervous system, allowing yourself to actually go into deep rest rather than being busy, being busy, busy all the time and not having time to do this or that. And doing these sort of practices equate to more rest. It can actually equate to more restful sleep as well. I, Julian, I think, told me this. Um, the other day because he's listening to one of those books. He's listening to Stress, that's the company yeah. now. And apparently, so um, it's r- more restful in the process of falling asleep than being asleep sometimes. And that's, yeah, that's the state you get into mm-hmm. in meditation. Yeah. And that's the state you also get into after a bath, at a certain point in a bath. You really? Know, you feel loopy and you feel... And that, that's, the, so that's exactly, you hit the nail with the nail there, so... Nail with a nail. Yeah, up to four to five times more restful than sleep doing mm. these meditations. So taking that half an hour a day or 15 minutes a day is adding in a couple hours of rest. Yeah. So even if you're not sleeping well, this will help. But another benefit of meditation is sleeping well. You yeah. get to that point when you're in bed, you, 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 you're teaching yourself to put, you're, you're putting yourself in a restful state, a liken to sleep twice a day. Once you get, into bed at night and you've wound down you're more accustomed to getting into that state you can use your mindful breathing you can get into that state where you're just about to fall asleep and you're it'll just make you better equipped to do that so Mm. alleviate migraines or headaches and I know I took dad's case for my health coaching course and he uses mindfulness he doesn't have migraines much anymore but he uses mindfulness and darkness to uh, dark uh, like a dark room and yeah. no light <laughs> the darkness <laughs> i use dark dark arts dark magic 
I see him in a room, he's whispering incantations. <laughs> Be gone, migraine. <laughs> Welcome, black magics. <laughs> I I find that interesting. Um, just bringing it back to what you were saying earlier. I feel like because everyone, well, a lot of people are working from home now, everyone feels like they have to always be working. They have to always be on. And it's harder to establish off time in your brain and in your life. And I think meditation is a way of helping yourself get out of that mode Mm. to speak. Because I know so many people who just are always working. It's like a personality trait. And... uh, Anyone it's who is like good. that, if Meg's describing you right now, listen to Stress Less, Accomplish More, because she deals with high achievers that are addicted, workaholics that are addicted to work. And it gets to that point where you're not actually doing much more work or you're you're killing yourself slightly from all the work you're doing. And it really is for you, mm-hmm. that book. But yeah, you're right. It, it, it gives you... And if you've got the time, you know, you're working from home, you've got to carve out that time because you carve out that time to watch a show or watch just mindlessly scrolling through Instagram. Which I do all the time. I need to stop. Yeah, the 15 minutes. Get trapped in those videos. 15 minutes in the morning, 15 minutes in the afternoon. That's all you need. And the benefits are profound. So alleviate migraines, obviously deal with and work with anxiety and depression, particularly the mindful breathing and whatnot. Improve your productivity, as I've always already said. You're clearing and knocking down hurdles so you can see clearly. I know when I go through periods of not meditating recently, it was so foggy and felt like I was full of bees. Mm, but I now it's, saying. I start my days differently and I'm clear and I don't try and think about everything at once. I tackle one thing at a time. Mm-hmm. Improve your sex life as well. Ayo. That's obviously through improving your presence in the moment, which allows you to have a greater connection with the partner or with yourself. Yeah, well, if you can accept yourself and your brain and your thoughts, yeah. you're more open to connecting with other exactly. people. Exactly, it improves your openness and presence, yeah. so you're really there in the moment and you're you're not worried or anxious, you're just fully present. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's number two, meditation. Do, Do it. it. <laughs> <laughs> we said it at the same time. Nice, Meg. <laughs> So yeah, I hope that makes sense and really the benefits speak for themselves. So give it a go and find your own way. As we said, start doing the work and you'll pick up things along the way. You'll pick up things and then you'll put them down and then you'll pick up something else. You'll be like, this works for Mm -hmm. me. Everyone's different. Everyone works in a different way. There's no one way to do everything. Mm. So just try it. If if the if one way doesn't work, doesn't mean nothing will work. And I think that's what I get trapped in. This didn't work. It's never gonna work. That's not exactly. how it is. It's not gonna be optimal to begin with, but that's why we start now. Yeah, it's like anything. When you do something the first time, you're not gonna be necessarily very good at it. <laughs> Stop winking at the camera. But you're not gonna be very good at it the first time. Like the first time I made coffee wasn't great, but now I'm better at it. Mm. Because I, I've done it so many times. I've gone through trial and error. you figure it out how to do things. I like that. Uh, you're liking it to neural connections or pathways in the brain. Mm-hmm. Picture your mind as a meadow. And picture the pathways as actions. So making coffee. 
you you went over it with your lawnmower the first time and it's still quite long and rough but mm-hmm. over time you've done it so many times that's with anything meditation paved. with sleep with you've paved it with gold 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 bricks yeah gold bricks <laughs> So everyone get your gold bricks But there's still room to improve, so, with coffee. You need to put a fence up, yeah. But that's the same with anything. Riding a bike, skiing, over time you build yourself up and you get used to it. Mm-hmm. Number three, stay away from the extremes, such as fad dieting and flip-flopping. And by that I mean flip-flopping from you know, one extreme diet, Atkins or Weight paleo. Watchers, Slim Fast, Paleo. Juice. Unless you've got a sustainable lifestyle with it, but going from that and then going straight back off it and you just keep doing that forever. Your body's not going to like it. And that's something that came up in the Untethered Soul, which Jules just finished. If you haven't noticed already, we share audiobooks me and Jules so cute I'm like Jules I got nine new books get on my account and you can download them all but he talks about the pendulum swing of the extremes he says you know um, you'd really want to try and seek balance and not go too far one way or too far the other and I know because I've experienced a lot of these and I tend to be all or nothing with a lot Mm -hmm. and I'll probably do the same in the future still but I'm just saying that to keep in mind. If you're going really, really extreme one way, you know, there's more balanced ways to to do things. And that's something that's come up recently a lot for me. Seeking balance and sustainability over really rapid changes. And... But also, isn't it like a dopamine thing? When you discover a new thing, or at least we tend to do this in our family... If you discover a new thing, obsession immediately. Have all of it, all of the thing, 100%. There is no gradual um, increase there. Yeah. I feel like all of us, if we discover something new, like, um, okay, last summer, I discovered that Sainsbury's Plant Pioneers did a uh, vegan chorizo, or chorizo, I don't know, one of them. Florence, Florence knows a way to say it. Um and I ate it almost every day for like three weeks because I loved it so much. Now can't even smell it because I'm over it. But it's because I went I went in too hard. Too extreme. I went too so extreme. A good example. And if we're talking about in diet and lifestyle, if, yeah, if we're talking about in that context, completely upending your current lifestyle is gonna be such a shock to your system. We're creatures Unle- of habit. Yeah, and it, and it it probably won't last, and it usually doesn't. It's not sustainable, and you completely drop off, or you 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 just become unhappy. And then this goes on to my my fourth point. They're very inter- intertwined. Small alterations and practices over a long period of time will create more sustainable health. By that I mean, <clears throat> instead of uprooting your current routine examine your your current diet and lifestyle get someone to help you examine it a health coach <laughs> you <laughs> we take a holistic approach mm-hmm. and if you're if you're doing the work yourself or you're getting help doesn't matter either way but you implement positive inter- intervention where you can and you try and replace certain habits and you do it 
very little at a time. You start small rather than doing it all at once. And that's one of the pillars of Ikigai, which is a Japanese ideology that I'm um, a huge proponent for and I love it so much. But it is starting small. And then over time, that you're using the process of, of, a, of compound interest. <laughs> it's what Einstein advocated for. You know, every day doing a little bit. It's just like when you put your money in a bank, the interest rate it climbs by not I don't know one point one percent or whatever. But over how many days or months or years that accumulates and that will produce better results in the long term, mm-hmm. rather than that fluctuation, that spike in oh I went on Atkins I lost thirty pounds but then put it all back on. The slight deviation, but also an interesting point that I recently read was that women and men speak differently about losing weight. Um, I don't think it's 100% a woman and man thing. I think it's more of a people who are desperate to lose weight and people who aren't. But um, some people say they lost weight and some people say they dropped weight, which I find really interesting. Like, Mm. it's all about connotations. It's all about the words you use and the language you perceive things with. If you're doing a diet to lose weight, um, I think you're already starting in... A strange place because you're putting so much pressure on yourself to do something um i think diet diet culture in general i've already spoken about it before genuinely upsets me it really depends it depends on the person but i think you're, you're quite right in a certain sense a lot of people do it in a healthy way a lot of people use mm-hmm. the number on the scale as a measure because if you're going to try and achieve a goal like that you need to measure it somehow but obviously i advocate for doing it in a healthy way and shooting for health and lifestyle and and a, and a good lifestyle over the number we don't even have scales anymore they got broken in the flood probably, probably they, a good get, thing we lost them to the flood <laughs> i have no idea how much away never replaced them neither do i actually no, I, I it's probably like 88 actually no. when, I, when i um go probably to less Gillen. scotland i dropped a lot because <laughs> you just ate yams the whole time well we ran out of yams on day one oh, so did you we only took half half a yam we had the other half the day before uh. sweet potatoes and such <laughs> but you're quite right people do use different words and you know shedding the weight or dropping or losing it's all interesting because it's the emotion you're using a mirror things. is good using a mirror you see your skin your eyes your hair or how you feel internally if you feel strong if you feel he- healthy if you feel like you can breathe easier yeah um like for me it's my jeans if i put them on and halfway through the day i'm in pain i'm like oh maybe <laughs> Well, also, I should stop wearing skinny jeans, but that's a whole other thing. Oh, but yeah. um, it's interesting because you put all this constriction on yourself. Can't be good. No, but yeah, I, I just threw away my last pair the other day. Did you? When I oh, when cleaned you out cleaned my clothes. Your room. I haven't worn them in so long. I was You're like, no longer living in squalor. No, I fr- oh yeah, squalorville is no more, <laughs> everyone. <laughs> Tidied his room. Started the deep clean yesterday and just, you know, you get going and you can't stop. It's been in the back of my mind for a while. You can probably go back four podcast episodes and I'm talking about Squalorville. But it's no more. <laughs> deep <laughs> clean the floors, mop, mopping, scrubbing, it looks, sweeping. It looks lovely in there now. Feng Shui is on point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh, it's really nice. That's another one. Tidy your room, like Marie Kondo said. <laughs> Throw away stuff you don't need. Yeah. I was talking to Harriet about this yesterday. Um, and she's about to do a cull of all her stuff. She's been telling me, And yeah. it's about 
did I wear this in the last three months? And even then, did I wear it in the last year? And, and you'd be surprised the amount of clothes that you're just holding on to. I did a whole. I had a whole bin bag, and a couple of shoes. Mm-hmm. And you can donate these clothes. They're not gonna. You don't have to throw them away. No, I'm gonna, That's what the plan. Yeah. But yeah, Harriet said she was gonna do a whole a whole thing. It's about you know getting that mindset to do it, and then you feel light and you feel good after. It's very cathartic. It's so cathartic. Especially since it's been in my head for a while, and I went through all my drawers, my trinket drawers, to get assess all my trinkets. <laughs> How many plugs did I end up having? Probably probably like nineteen plugs. They're not all mine. I just had them. Oh god, I got in a drawer. This 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 studio is full of plugs now. And um, but yeah, going through all the trinket drawers was uh, more. Plus, you nice. rediscover stuff that you didn't know you had. Yeah. Which I find I do a lot. Like, it I, was it was nice and clothes. I'm like I haven't looked in this drawer in so long. <laughs> I wore the same stuff over and over again. But yeah, to reiterate this point, small iterations, small, small alterations, and positive interventions over time, and you know, changing one thing and not doing it all at once. Just otherwise, you'll become overwhelmed. Certain people that is su- are suited to this, but for the most part, people who, if you're anyone who's like, I'm going to go on this new diet, I'm going to go and do, do this diet, beginning and end, that's what a diet is, there's a beginning and end to it. I'm talking about your lifestyle, you know, creating a sustainable lifestyle. Taking this is care for you. of yourself. Just take little changes at a time. and Over time, those habits will accumulate and then... In a month or two months, a completely different lifestyle, completely different mindset. So that's point number four. Point number five is be present and enjoy the here and now. It's all we have. Yeah. <laughs> and it's true. It's it's all that exists, really. There's The future is made up. The past is made up. I've been thinking about that more and more recently, how yeah. the present is all you have. Um, I I still find it a little bit difficult to fully grasp that concept, but I'm getting there, I think, because I'm constantly thinking about the future. What do you find difficult? Because I'm always in my head, and my imagination is so powerful sometimes. I can feel like I'm in the future or in the past. And that is mostly anxiety, and that's oh, why we use these tools such as mindful breathing, a meditation to bring you back into the body, bring you back into your senses, mm-hmm. your smell, your touch, your your hearing. <laughs> Forgot that one. I've only got half of it, so yeah, it's not that important to you. But that's why we use these tools mm-hmm. because they bring us back to it, and it brings you into the present moment. That's what it all, it's all about: present moment awareness, and that's why it's difficult but once you get into the routine and you practice it that's what we're doing we're practicing to live we're mm-hmm. practicing to have a better life we're not practicing to be good at meditation or good at breathing so that it bleeds into your everyday and you can enjoy the present moment as much as possible and more frequently and more rich experience and you you take it all in and you experience it fully rather than being in your head when you're doing something that you should you, you maybe really would like to enjoy and then after said event, you you change how it actually happened in your mind and how mm-hmm. you think about it. You get asked about it, you're like, oh, it was all right, great time. You think of the past 
as better than it was. And that goes to Tame Impala song, actually. Lost Ooh. in Yesterday. The lyrics are profound, so go and listen, give, give that a listen. All your homework this week is through the ears, okay? <laughs> but he talks about... I mean, the, the, the concept of it is we remember everything as better than it was. Mm-hmm. That's obviously quite a sweeping statement, but I'm sure people, a lot of you have done this at one point, but you're anxious in an event, and then when you think of it later on, you're like, oh, it was, it was pretty good. Yeah. You're not in it anymore, but you weren't really there. So. Oh, that's a good way to look at it, because I can get really anxious about doing something. And then when you're in it, you're anxious, but then after you're like, it's done now, and like, it's better, it was, it was good. And you're seeing it as okay because you're not in it anymore. That's why we use meditation and mm, mindfulness. So. That's a, you know, I've never thought of anything like that before. Really? Yeah, no Have you heard that song, Lost in Yesterday? It's really Which good. Which album's that one? And the, the video is like a, a wedding party and they're the band. And it starts with, it's a circular shot. Oh, I love it. It goes around every minute. And the first one, it's like someone throws a drink in someone's face, like a couple arguing. It goes around like everyone's not wearing the best clothes. That the the decor's not good, and Tame and Parlor, the band's like a little bit shabby. Comes back <laughs> round, it gets a little bit better, and then it comes round, it gets a little bit better, and then finally there is. But the whole time, one one person doesn't change. It's a, a lady dancing on her own in the middle. She just it's had a really a good, good time. video. Yeah, She's being present. That's right. who you gotta be, <laughs> the lady in the middle. So I'm, everyone go check that out. I really like that. Yeah, I'll link the uh, video. What else I've written here is don't sweat the small stuff, be kind to yourself. So, yeah, mm-hmm. try and get out of that busy, busy mindset, rushing around, always trying to do something. Just take a breath and enjoy the moment and be grateful for it because it's all you've got. Mm-hmm. And it might be gone soon or everything's going to change at one point. So, yeah, be grateful for it. And that's all I've got written there. But, Meg, what do you think? Well, I think um, saying the statement be kind to yourself is incredibly important because I don't know many people who are. I don't don't know many people at all who are kind to themselves. Everyone's a little bit self-deprecating at the moment, me included. I I think you you definitely used to be more so. And that's something I, I, if someone says something, I'm like, don't say that about yourself. Yeah. Do you (laughs) Um, know, I think that works. You're training me. Yeah. Whenever you say it, I'm just like, don't, please don't. Because I used to think, no, this is actually... Would you say that about someone else? Would no. you say, oh, they're... But this is this is something that I've been struggling with, is I never want to appear cocky about myself. I always want to appear modest. I'm trying to be humble or modest. Humble. But I'm realising that no is point. sabotage because I am always being unkind to myself. For what reason? Because I think that people think I'm an arsehole sometimes. I don't... It's. But that's all made up in your head. It's and all then in your head. It's constantly going around those negative thoughts yeah. and it bleeds into your body and your day-to-day. Exactly. Whereas that doesn't need to be the case, so... And then you're automatically not present because you're analysing everything and you're not exactly. being yourself. But you're you have the best of both worlds where you're not overtly being arrogant and, and cocky and being like, look at me, I'm so great, self-centred. You're you're mindful, you're present, you're assertive, you're confident in yourself. And that's what, I mean, we should all aim for, really. And obviously kindness to others Mm -hmm. comes from being kind to yourself. 
fill your fill your own cup up first, and then you're more well equipped to uh, fill up the rest around you. Yeah, put your gas mask on before the kid. <laughs> don't don't just don't put it on the kid. Maybe don't put it on the kid. <laughs> no, do put do, do put, put it on the kid. Do put. But what gas we're saying is, kids. you know, putting yourself in a in a better state, filling up your cup, filling yourself with positive energy and love allows you to help others more. Rising yeah. tides bring up all the ships. <laughs> Rising tides will raise sink, sunken ships. There we go. You catch more honeys. No, you catch more bees with honey than vinegar. You catch more honeys. I was going to do something about being fly or something. I don't know. Oh, okay. But you're, that's what I meant to say. It's, so. like, the, it's <laughs> like the um, our bee pipe. We have a pipe in our garden that goes into a wall and every day we see hundreds of bees going in and out of it. There's a couple on the door taking a toll every time. Do you know what? Yesterday I saw something amazing. I don't know if I told you. As I was walking in, I saw three bees try and go in the pipe at the same time. They all butted Bumbling heads. around. They all, they're bumblebees. They all bump, like, bumped into each other and then they immediately flew off in different <laughs> directions. They're like, oh, sorry, sorry. I oh, think, you, I think no, bumbles, you first. bumbles seem very polite to me. I think so. Mm-hmm. Humble bumble. But your point... If you if you feel enriched, you want to enrich people around you. If you feel down on yourself and sad and unhappy, that leeches out to people around it you. Does. And if you are feeling down and sad and then you put on a, a front to please others, you are only doing yourself a disservice because you're using that energy you should put on yourself on other people. And that, that front, you can't. it doesn't last forever. It does not. I think Jim Carrey said, depression comes when the act that you're trying to play is wearing off yes you're not being authentic to yourself you're not following your purpose or you're you're just truly not yourself at that point in time and i've been there many times same yeah and when you're your authentic self and you're being kind to yourself and filling up your own cup it just exudes from you and mm-hmm. you're you attract what you what you put out and it affects others in a positive way rather than negative so because you know you it's more of a relationship of just being being with each other rather than anyone having to fix or help other people exactly because no one can fix you you have to fix yourself and that is just the truth of it and that's I point think. number one dude you, you've got to do the work you've got to do the work no one yeah, will do it for it's you it's gonna be hard i mean um and it and it, it comes when when the realization comes, and I, I had the realization that you can't force a realization upon anyone. Yeah, you just got to do and be and do your best, and then it will. For others, it will come whenever it needs to and whenever it should. There's no other way, it can happen. I think that's important as well. If you're someone who's into personal development and, and growth, and you get frustrated by people around you, just rather than taking that on yourself or projecting that just um focus on what is good and what you're grateful for and what's happened with you and maybe it takes some silver linings from whatever relationship or situation that is and focus on that rather than what's not happening yeah always look for the silver linings rather than because i know i fell into that and it's been my reality for 
uh, a few for a little while at certain points, but I've completely let go of it, and you got to detach yourself from those expectations of others. Yeah, especially if you, like it's what you think people are expecting of you, which is such a trap. You know, not everyone, everyone's most people are focusing on themselves, not the way you just said that thing or the joke you just did or the way you just walked funny. That's a Churchill quote. People aren't thinking about that. You spend all this time thinking of what people think of you and everyone is all only thinking about themselves at that yeah. point in time. <laughs> yeah, I just, you know, got to be kinder to yourself. Everyone does. <laughs> I said that like Barry did. Barry <laughs> Palmer did. Um... Because I, I, when I was, you know, what, 17, 18, I was a, a very depressed person. And it's because I, you know, didn't think anyone liked me. And I was going through all these hormone changes. I was going to uni for the first time. And I felt so out of my depth trying to make friends and it feeling actually impossible. Um, and you've got to let go of those things and you've got to have faith in yourself as a person that people like you for who you are, that you've got a lot to give to people. You know, you have to actually like yourself. Mm. And there is so, this is what I say. I said this um, to a few people when they tell me they're down or they don't like themselves. If you had to swap bodies with someone else forever and you had like a supermodel's body, I promise you, you would miss your old body mm. and that person and all those things. You'd be like, oh, I hope they're doing this thing for themselves because you do like yourself. Even if it's one tiny aspect, you do. Focus in on that and then eventually you'll see all the other things, if that, that makes is, sense. That's a good point. Oh, we did that exercise together, do you remember? Oh, yeah, we did, yeah. You look at yourself in the mirror and you, you state things that you love about yourself. Yeah. And it usually bring it can bring tears, it can bring a smile, it can bring but that that is looking for not not silver linings at all. It's just looking for what you like in yourself and the positives. So that's a useful exercise. Just to wrap up this episode, five health home truths. There'll be more of these as well. I enjoyed this. So did Meg. Don't speak for me. <laughs> yeah, I, I was going to ask you, but I just said it. <laughs> no, I have. No one can do the work for you. If you can't meditate, you need it more than anyone. Mm-hmm. It's a practice with so many benefits. You're, you're really doing yourself a service once you once you undergo. Stay away from the extremes. Make small alterations and practices over a long period of time. So those tied together as sustainable long-term health rather than fluctuations and fad dieting and flip-flopping and be present and enjoy the here and now mm-hmm. and in that be kind to yourself and others yes spread the love <laughs> you're a flower child now <laughs> it was good to be back i come back with a vengeance i've really enjoyed this episode and we've got many exciting guests coming up oh yeah we do we really do we're hitting the ground running and expect big things Thank you to Meg for producing and editing everything. You're welcome. Atlas Audio for all the sound engineering and music and themes. Mm-hmm. And got some transition, new transitions. New transitions coming as well. Put one here. Boom. <laughs> I'm not going to okay, do that. Okay, fine. <laughs> Harriet, 
Sanders, my dear younger sister, for all the artwork and graphic designs and such. Little genius. Thank and you. thank you to Vivo Life for sponsoring this podcast. Please head over, follow our affiliate link, and use the code HHT10 at checkout. Go over to the socials, Health Home Truths. Go over to our website, healthhometruths.com. Donate to our Trek 26 page, if you yes. will. And also head over to Rory BN Sanders on Instagram, mm-hmm. which is what I'm using as my personal Instagram. And just it's actually my old fitness account that I, I referenced in the in the last episode. But we're using it for good. Where I archived <laughs> all the posts, so some of them might come out in time. <laughs> just to tell a greater story, but I'll be posting on there different content, more personal content. This was all recorded at the barn. And I think that's about it, Meg, isn't it? Yeah. I was going to say thank you to you. Oh. So you don't have to say, say, say thank to you myself. to yourself. Yeah. I could have gone on, to be honest, talking to myself. <laughs> it had been a while. It would It had yes. been a while since I verbalised to myself. I used to do it in the car up. a lot. Be like, we haven't spoken in a while, have we? <laughs> so strange. I I'm crazy. <laughs> and... With that being said, it's the end of the episode, so thank you very much. Love you all very much. And rate us the Apple Podcasts. Do it.